Welcome to this episode of Little Bits of Stuff with Dr. Nick. On this episode, we'll be discussing the effect of sugar on the severity of menstrual cramps. With me here today is my co-host, Dr. Linda. Linda, say hi. Hi. Oh, okay. Well, I was expecting you to say hi, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Linda is a, um, a doctor who works with um, University College Hospital Ibadan. Nigeria. And um, um, did you know that painful periods or dysmenorrhea, as we call it in the medical world, is the most commonly reported menstrual disorder? Now, there are two types. Primary dysmenorrhea, what most people experience as painful or menstrual cramps. And then there's a secondary dysmenorrhea. Menstrual cramps is usually caused by prostaglandins, a substance made in the lining of the uterus. Pain usually starts either right before the period or on day one of the period. And for some other people, uh, they usually do have pain on other days. Pain becomes less as the, as the day goes by for some people. And, because, and this is because of a decrease in prostaglandins. When does this pain start? For some people, it starts when they begin their periods. And for some people, it starts um, when they become teenagers. Uh, I don't know when it, when did it start for you, Linda? You mean cramps? Yeah, your menstrual yeah, cramps. It starts three days before my menstrual period. Okay. Around that, two so to three days. Three days before your menstrual period? Yes. Okay. That's when I, you know, get the pain. Okay, how bad is it on day one compared to other days? Um, I think it's it's um it's worse on day one and day two. Then it subsides around day three. And you don't have any pain no, going I, forward. No, just okay. the one day two. All right. Okay. So um, when did it start initially? When you had your first menstrual period, or you had become a teenager, or it was in your 20s when did this starts actually exactly well i can't remember oh, well would you would you like to hazard a guess um wait you mean my first period right yeah, yeah your first menstrual cramps you had oh my first menstrual cramps okay it started uh, yeah i think i felt the pain for my first period Oh, okay. Yeah. And how about the next month and the other months? Were you having this pain yeah, I was consistently? Having the pain. I have the pain, yeah, consistently. Oh, okay. But not as painful as probably the first time. So how would you compare the pains you have now? Do you still have the pains? Yeah. How um, would you compare the pains you have now with the pains you had when you first started out? Well, I feel it's better now. Oh, you feel it's better now? Yes. Oh, okay. Because Maybe I'm able to control it. Oh, okay. Yes. You, yeah. would, would, would it be right to say you're used to it? Yes, probably. Okay. So uh, some um, say as you get old, the pain decreases. And some even say um, when you give birth to your first child or second child, or when you just start giving birth, uh, the pain decreases. I don't know. Are you are you married, Linda? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, um, secondary dysmenorrhea, on the other hand, usually is caused by something like a disease process. Common causes uh, 
uh, what we refer to as endometriosis, um, fibroids, adenomyosis, and um, other causes. Endometriosis um, occurs when the lining of the uterus is growing outside the uterus. And this can grow in the ovaries, the fallopian tubes, your bladder, and other several organs. Uh, so it will bleed in response to hormones just like the uterus. And the blood can cause irritation and then pain. Other times it can leave what we call a scar tissue, which can also cause pain after the menstrual cycle. Adenomyosis um, occurs when the lining of the uterus is now in the muzzle of the uterus. There are several types, but this is, this is just how I can break it down. The uterus has a lining, the muzzle, and an outer covering known as the serosa. In order for your gynecologist to determine if your menstrual pain is primary or secondary, they will need to take a history from you, including your menstrual history. And this can also be done via some Android apps or iOS apps, which helps to record your flow as um, the months go by. I think usually at about six, six months or so, most apps will be able to inform you and give you accurate um, information about your uh, menstrual flow. Do you use an app, Linda? Yes. Which one do you use? Let's see. Um, my tracker. My tracker. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. It's an Android app, right? Yeah. Well, would you recommend this app to anyone? Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't use it all the time, though. Okay. But... I just installed it once and it has been on my phone. Oh, okay. So does it um, have reminders? Does it remind yeah, you yeah, to keep track of your period yeah. and how you feel? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good for people that are forgetful. <laughs> oh, okay. So are you trying to tell me you're forgetful? Sometimes. <laughs> okay. So do um, how accurate is it in telling you when your next period will be, your fertile period? and um, ovulation and things like that well it's pretty accurate like you said like if you if you've used it for like six months okay so it's like it gets think, more accurate the, yes. the more you use it yes it might be one, a day late two day late but at least it's pretty accurate oh okay uh there's this other app on on ios i think the flow app they call it the flow app um it's also a very good one just in case you use an iphone um, I actually do encourage most ladies to use an app because when you come to the clinic and um, you want to tell your gynecologist about how your menstrual period or your menstrual flow has been, um, an app easily just helps you to um, say everything you need to say and answer these questions correctly and accurately. Uh, most of the time, I just um, snatch their phones and then, you know, just um, go through the app myself and um, I'm able to answer questions um, based on what, what I've found on the app. So it's, it's pretty much useful. So apart from all this, um, a pelvic exam will also be done. Um, uh, and also you have an ultrasound scan done. Uh, your treatment will depend on your diagnosis, um, primary or secondary dysmenorrhea, as we have uh, discussed earlier. If primary, uh, treatment is usually stepwise. Um, we use some sort of drugs. We um, call them non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. 
such as um, ibuprofen, naproxene, and a host of all, the, all others. Uh, they counteract prostaglandins, and um, it's advisable to use them the very first start um, of pain or the first, very first drop of blood, uh, which most people do uh, actually notice. If you have um, reasons why you should not use um, NSAIDs, uh, what we call contraindications, for example, uh, people who have asthma, you can talk to your doctor about alternatives. Uh, there are also um, other uh, medications like combination contraceptives. Uh, these contain estrogens and um, progesterone. For example, the birth pills, birth control pills that you use, and um, other implants like um, Implanon, Depo-Provera injection, and the rest. Uh, there are some sources that have said uh, vitamin B and magnesium are helpful in um, controlling um, menstrual cramps. Uh, however, there's not been enough research to actually recommend them. Uh, some people have also explored um, acupuncture, uh, which is not too common in our environment. Have you had an acupuncture before, Linda? No. Would you love to have one? Have some um, needles and all that? <laughs> okay so and now on to the big question of the day um how does sugar affect the severity of menstrual cramps does sugar have any effect on the mens on the severity of menstrual cramps uh, we've had this debate for over a decade and um personally i do not um well, maybe before I uh, air my own opinion, maybe Linda has um, some um, gist for us about sugar and menstrual cramps. What do you think, Linda? Do you think sugar really affects um, the, severi the severity of menstrual cramps? Yes. Well, from experiences and friends' experiences, I would say yes. But okay. Before we get into that, there's something I read okay. that about sugar and its relation with um, menstrual cramps okay so it's like sugar consumption is directly linked with our hormone levels right yeah so insulin for example processes glucose <clears throat> that comes from sugars and carbohydrates so it's so much glucose can affect the hormones that control your insulin levels thereby skyrocketing your reproductive hormones like estrogen which makes it which makes your symptoms worsen Okay. So, for experiences now, like I have friends that say when they take soda or take sweets, chocolate, pastries, yeah, their period cramps get worse. So they tend to they avoid this during um during their periods. Their periods, yeah. Yeah, but for me, I don't really get any effects. Oh, okay. You I were actually telling me before the show that you you do actually crave for yes, these things I crave for rather sweet than things rather than avoid them. Yeah, so. but um, what you just told us about the insulin, the reproductive hormones, and the rest uh, has that been confirmed as a link between um, menstrual cramps and sugar, or it's just um, some hypothesis you read hypothesis. somewhere? Oh, it's mainly just an hypothesis. Yeah. Oh, okay. So do you know about other dietary products or part of our nutrition that can um, 
affect the severity of menstrual cramps? Well, yeah, caffeine. Okay. Yeah, that's like it's it's. Okay, I read somewhere else that it causes tension and causes blood vessels to constrict, which makes cramps worsen. Okay. Yeah. Then I think I read salt, alcohol. Yeah. That well, I don't really know the relations, but like these are foods women should avoid. On a very good day. Is it before their period? No, during their periods. Or during their periods? Before or during? Before like two days. Yeah, but most ladies have their periods before. I mean, have um, this pain um, at the start of their periods. Or some even have it like two days or so before their periods. What would you say is the most common one? Before the period or during the period? Or at the beginning of, at the start of the period? Well, before to the beginning of the start of the period. So like it's like a warning sign. So when we get that pain, we're like, oh, my period is on the way. I think it's my period is about to go. Oh, okay. So I feel before. So even before that very drop of blood, yes. you have this... Um... Warning pain sign. Okay. Uh, so um, I've, I've been searching on the net for almost a week now. And um, for the life of me, can't find any research or um, anybody at all talking about the um, a relationship between uh, sugar, eating a lot of um, sweet snacks and the likes um, before a period to the severity of the period. There are um, researches pointing to the fact that a lot of ladies um, actually say um, sugar increases the severity of the period. And um, there's so many, so many researches that have been done that actually have collated data uh, reporting these incidences. And um, I've also had personal experiences in the clinic and um, friends alike, you know, sharing their experiences with me telling me about the fact that once they take a lot of um, Fanta, for example, before their period, or they take cake, um, there are some other um, other other drinks or um, other foods. Linda, can you help me out here? Beverages. Oh, beverages, yeah. Beans. Like, I have a friend that avoids beans when she's in her period. Because she says it worsens her cramps. Oh, okay. That's a new one. Even pizza. <laughs> pizza for yes, god's sake like i was happy when i was just there because i got to take the pizza so oh, okay so that's yeah. a good one for you that's a new i yeah. guess you could be buying pizza anytime anytime <laughs> she's on her period <laughs> yeah so I, I i i don't know i don't know uh at some point i felt it was um maybe psychological you know most ladies while growing up i'm sure it happened to you too linda um, you hear your senior um, colleagues or your senior ones telling you about the fact that you should not take a lot of sugar when um, your period appro- is approaching because you may have more pains than usual and all that. So it's already embedded in you that you would have more pains when you have um, sugar before your period. And so how are we so sure that it's not just the psychology, you know, playing us, you know, playing games with us, and um, not the fact that there's really 
any relationship be- between sugar and severity of menstrual cramps. How are we so sure, Linda? I- I'm sure you were told this when you were growing up, even before you started your menstrual cramps. Honestly, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there are so like many, that. but there are so many, but there are so many rumors flying yes, around yes. about things like yes, that. Yes. I'm sure if you pick a kid from the street right now, the, she would tell you that oh, okay, sugar causes you know a more severe menstrual cramp. So I I don't know. She has already heard this story, so she's already conditioning herself to avoid. yeah to avoiding sugar when her period is approaching. And so when she does that, because there are people out there who also don't, um, it, it, it doesn't matter whether they take the sugar or not, they still have their menstrual cramps as yeah. severe as usual. And um, sugar or not, it's, it's, you know, affects their activities of daily living. So, you know, it's, it's really not something that we can um, really put our you know, foot out for. You know that for real, it's a real thing. I I I I don't believe right now that it's a real thing. I still think maybe it's some psychology or mind game. You know, maybe that stems from from Adam and Eve, or maybe from the Eve from Eve herself. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I'm yet to see any research um, for list for listeners out there. If you have any research that links um, sugar, uh, intake of sugar or sweet dietary products with um, an increase in the severity of um, of menstrual cramps, I I oblige. I mean, I I do think you can send it to me, and then we'll you know dissect it and then uh, you know take another look at it. So. Um, Moving forward, how have you been coping with your menstrual cramps, Linda? Well, I'm able to reduce the pain. Okay, so you just bear the pain. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. use any drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you ever had any cost to use a, a pill? Okay. Yes, I think, yes. Once or twice, when I couldn't bear the pain, so I made use of a medication. Okay. So, what common medications have you used that works for you? Okay, ibuprofen. That's like the most common one. Okay, I I, well, I, think I know of the most common one I know of. Like I and my friend is not used. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, um, I think there's this there's this other common drug, um, felvin. They call it. You've never heard of felvin. No. Oh well, uh, felvin is. I think it contains um, pyroxicam, if if I'm right. Um, that's a common drug that most ladies out there can relate with. That I know that I've met anyway. Yeah, but um, some people do take um, diclofenac. Some take ibuprofen. Um, some even go higher, you know, to take several kinds, you know, of you know medications. You know, I don't know if some people get high just to kill menstrual cramps it's possible don't look at me like that it's possible (laughs) it's possible they may be getting high on um you know something on what i don't know you know there's so many drugs of abuse out there okay i've I've not seen one oh okay yeah well who knows maybe we may meet someone 
um, some other time that would um, tell us maybe she drinks or takes um, or smokes a cigarette, you know, or something, you know, just. I think the, the other ways people could relieve pain. Yeah. Like, um, we can make use of this hot bag. I don't know if you've heard of that before. Yeah, yes. I've heard so, of that before. Yeah, you could either use that or my friend, then we have this gas heater in the room. Okay. So, what she does is that she sits on top of the gas heater or like she lies very close to it yeah. for the heat. Because, no, heat, the heat helps with it. Even drinking hot tea yeah. also helps with that too. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. some of the ways some have actually yes, coped to relieve with this. the pain, apart from using medications. Medications, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Or you sit in the bathtub of hot water. Yeah. And just like pour down. Oh, sits in the yes. bathtub. Yes. Okay. Well, um, any Inside other th- hot water. Any other thing? Any other thing you can uh, think of? No. Oh, okay. So, um. The advice for ladies out there who have um, debilitating menstrual cramps, uh, menstrual cramps that um, reduce your activities of daily living. Um, I've heard of um, situations where, well, not just had, even seen situations where um, ladies um, can even roll on the floor, you know, hold their tummies tight, you know, and um, not even be able to respond to your call. Yes. Yeah, you you see uh, cases like that, right? Yes. Yeah, and no matter what you do at that point in time, you you just have to give them some form of um, analgesic, in form of injections, and all that to you know get them to calm down. And it goes on and on and you on. You know, sometimes, sorry, yeah. these medications don't actually even produce a very good effect. Oh really? Yes. Okay, so At the times you've used ibuprofen, you yes. had no really yes. good relief. Yeah. Okay. Like she, I she used she. We were having an exam that day, so she was in this severe menstrual pain, and then she used medications, but the thing didn't it didn't calm down the pain. We had to call one month to like emergency for her around three a.m. Oh wow! So they had to give her. They injected her. I okay. can't remember the medication they gave. Was she on admission for that? No, or? they just came in and yeah. gave her the injection. Within 10 minutes, she was okay. She was okay. Yes. Oh, okay. And did she have um, other episodes after that? No, that was it for the month. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what's your um, what's your advice for, or what would you say is your conclusion? Let's start with that for the relationship between sugar and uh, menstrual cramps, the severity of menstrual cramps? Well, I feel if you've taken any sweet thing during period and you see it worsen your cramps, just avoid it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, just avoid it then. It will pass like one, seven days, six days. Yeah. Then your bag, you can take any kind of sweet you want. Okay. So I think you should just avoid it. Okay. Uh, well, um, that's it from Linda. And um, my take on this is if you're having menstrual cramps that are severe enough to disturb your activities of daily living, you should visit your gynecologist and um, have a um, pelvic examination and have him check you out. 
you may be having some other condition that may warrant some other form of treatment um, that may even go as far as having surgery uh, to treat your menstrual cramps. And that's it for this episode of Little Bits of Stuff with Nick. Bye for now. And Linda? Thank you very much, Nick, for inviting me. And thanks to everyone who is listening. Okay, so... um, So, bye. Bye. (laughs) So, uh, do follow us on Instagram at Little Bits of Stuff with Nick and on Twitter at Lil Bit of Stuff with Nick as in L-I-L Bits of Stuff with Nick. We're also on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Please do well to subscribe your audio mark uh, and stitcher were also there so till we meet on the next episode so bye